This is a throwdown, a showdown. Hell no, Rob Fay Nation can't slow down. It's gonna go. What is going on? I'm Rob Fay. Welcome to your Tuesday edition of Sports Bar Radio. Fresh off of a Thanksgiving long weekend. I hope you've managed to spend a little bit of time with family or friends and uh, defuse, unplug from the world, and simply enjoy the world of sports. I know we had our NEW2, which for all you wrestling fans is Nation Extreme Wrestling at the Vancouver Convention Center. We had 17 matches in the span of 24 hours, and every single one of them I couldn't be more proud of. Bollywood Boys made their return to Vancouver. El Fantasmo made his return to Vancouver. And we welcomed Josh Alexander to Vancouver for the first time, who's got one of the best nicknames in all of wrestling, the Walking Weapon, was at the Vancouver Convention Center. You can find out all about it, and we'll have the video footage of that in just a couple of days at NationExtremeWrestling.com. But before we get to all of that, before we get to all of the news of the day, we're going to talk about basketball, baseball, football, hockey. We're going to get into some wrestling. We're going to get into the, the fight between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder, which was a slobber knocker to say the least. Let me get you to that one story, the one story that rises above everybody else. And I think you know where I'm going with this one. Let me get you to the lead. We've scoured the globe for the stories that matter to you. Okay, well... Let's be honest, Rob picks most of the stories, so maybe they matter more to him? Anyways, pull up a chair and let our bartender pour you a cold one because there's a lot going on in your world today. All right, so it's my favorite time of the year. It's the one time of the year where all five of the major sports in North America somehow collide. You've got soccer, football, baseball, basketball, hockey. They're either starting their season, they're in their season, or they're nearing the conclusion of their season. So you would think a guy like me doing a show like this would have a thousand things to talk about. And yet the one thing I cannot take my eyes off of is the demise and the fall of John Gruden, who is no longer the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. Gruden and the Raiders just seem to be a perfect fit. And yet this weekend, he steps down because of nearly a decade's worth of emails that were super inflammatory. Basically, sexist, racist, transphobic, homophobic. And personally, I don't think he should have had the chance to step down. I think he should have been fired, suspended, banned. The thing that I will say, though, and I don't say this as a perfect man, I can assure you that as I was young and learning and trying to find my way in the world, I didn't understand my language. I'm lucky that over the course of time, I did learn what was right and wrong so that my children, by the time that they looked at me and could emulate the things that I was doing, didn't find that as a part of our household conversations. But what I really think to myself as I read through the pages and pages of information that's now coming out about John Gruden and those emails for nearly a decade is that the fight that many of us are taking on right now to try and change the state of the world that are trying to get away from the racial innuendos and the homophobic slurs and the sexism and the misogyny. He said, this is a fight we will likely not be here to see the end of. Reality is, is it's been generations of racism, sexism, homophobia. Only now is the fight starting to tilt the other way. Only now are certain people feeling the pressure from the things that they said. 
but I don't know if we will be able to get the instant gratification that many of us seek here, that many of us hope to aspire to. The reason, for example, I would like to see this move on is because I've got two kids. And the last thing that I want them to have to be a part of is the misogyny and the homophobic and the sexist elements of our society. We all want what's best for our kids, don't we? Like, I look at my life, and I'm very lucky that I had a parent and my mom who gave me a conscience, and she would never stand for that. Have I been perfect? No. Unfortunately, the culture of sports creates a bubble, and sometimes within that bubble is a little too much comfort at the discomfort of somebody else. But I am seeing the shift. Two generations ago, John Gruden would definitely not have had to step down as head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders. But it is changing, and moments like this show that it is paid off. That hard work of many is finally enough that those who make those mistakes will fall on their own sword. But again, patience. I know it sounds crazy that we have to focus on that, but it won't happen overnight. This is just another example of somebody who thought that they were bigger than the system or thought that their emails weren't going to make it to the forefront or thought that it would happen to somebody else, but it wouldn't happen to them. I would like to think that I'm a bit of a realist, and I'm also well aware that in sports, there are still many more rocks to be unturned. And will we get to all of them? Of course not. I mean, it's been just over 70 years since Jackie Robinson was finally able to walk into the same locker room as his white teammates and use the same bathroom. It's still hard for me to fathom that within the last 100 years, there was segregation, that there was Auschwitz, that there were so many atrocities around the world. I mean, think about that. Within the last century, how far we have come. I know in certain parts of the world, there are still many challenges that lie ahead. But here in North America, you are seeing something happening that was being fought for in the 60s and the 70s and the 80s, the 90s, the new millennium. It took this long to get to a moment that when an email was uncovered, someone would feel enough pressure that they had to step down. That never would have happened 35, 40, 50 years ago. So even though this might not be completed on your watch, and even though human nature is never gonna completely rinse its mouth from the taste of racism and homophobia, the battle is being won. May not feel like it right now, but it is happening. It is happening in real time because A, we can talk about it, B, we can talk about it openly, and C, when a report like this comes forward, it isn't just brushed off, there is a result. John Gruden is no longer the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, a team that I cheer for and a coach that I have respected for so many years. I'm a huge John Gruden fan. So I'm more disappointed than anything else because, again, he falls on his own sword and I just cannot support him. But for those who wonder if all of their efforts are paying off, those who fight racism, those who fight homophobia, sexism, transphobia, you are winning. Again, it's going to take a little bit longer than you hoped for and you might not see its conclusion. But days like this past weekend make me realize that that fight is being won. All right, let's get to the rest of the news of the day. There's so much more in the world of sports we're going to get to. The NHL about to kick off. The rest of the NFL coming off of week four. We've got a lot to get to. Tom Brady's thumb, is that a factor in his upcoming game? So many things to get to. Major League Baseball's playoffs are second to none. And uh, we'll even dip our toe into mixed martial arts and a little bit of stuff from the squared circle. Let me get you to that one room where we house it all. Let me get you into the VIP room. You knew tonight was going to be a good night, didn't you? 
Guys, the ladies don't want you wasting their time. So get to the point. 10 topics, 10 minutes. Hold on to your drinks because we're about to bring you the entire world of sports before the DJ can pull out the vinyl for his next set. Welcome to the VIP room. Okay, before we get to the Big Five in North America, I want to get to Fight Night this past weekend. Uh, Fury Wilder 3, even though I was doing my Nation Extreme Wrestling thing, went back and watched it, and man, trilogies very rarely live up to the hype, but I think you could put this one up against the best of them. For a moment there, I thought Fury was going to knock out Wilder early, but then the fourth round happened and Wilder got to Fury, and then you realize that if he wasn't going to knock him out early, that chances are this was going to be Tyson Fury's fight because there just wasn't a lot of gas in that tank. Both these guys throwing more than 350 punches each, uh, Fury landing 39%, Wilder just 20 but of the 253 power punches that Wilder threw, only 25% of them landed. Missed three out of four power punches and basically gassed himself out. Deontay was fighting too heavy, he didn't have the stamina, and Fury knew with all that extra bulk that if he could just get through the early rounds, he was going to win that fight, and he did. But what was cool about it is you knew that both of these fighters knew that this was it and they didn't want this to go to the judges. They were going balls to the wall, they were gonna do everything that they could to win that fight, and uh, yeah, you gotta put this one up against some of the big boy fights of all time. I know there was a comparable made to Muhammad Ali and Joe Frazier. That to me is still the greatest heavyweight fight that I've ever come across, but I think you can say that this was a once in a generation fight, and yes, Tyson Fury is the best heavyweight that we've seen in probably 10, 15 years. All right, to baseball we go. One team has already punched their ticket to the second round of the postseason. That, of course, being the American League Championship Series. Boston getting past Tampa Bay. I will never understand the winning run at second base and an empty bag at first. Why you wouldn't just walk a guy, especially when it's Kiki Hernandez, who's been hitting, what, 462? But they didn't, and it came back to bite them. And next thing you know, Boston. Boston, who I don't think many of us had going to the World Series early on, uh, is one step closer after dismantling the 100-win Tampa Bay race. Makes you wonder if Tampa Bay shouldn't have uh, let that last game of the season go against the New York Yankees. If fate might have been a little bit different, and who knows who they would have been playing. But uh, again, that's yesterday's news. San Francisco up two games to one on the Dodgers. That's a little bit later on tonight. Game just getting underway. Milwaukee and Atlanta. And Houston on their way to disposing of the Chicago White Sox. That would set up a Boston-Houston matchup for the American League Championship Series. Okay, to the gridiron. And all eyes are on Tom Brady right now. No serious injury, according to the Buccaneers right now. After Tom comes off that 45-17 shellacking over the Miami Dolphins, the only problem here is it's a very quick turnaround for Tampa Bay as they get ready for Thursday night's game in Philadelphia. And the Eagles are 2-3, and three, but make no mistake, they have one of the best defensive lines in football. Brady getting minimal reps in as we stand right here. The other question is, will Rob Gronkowski travel with the Buccaneers to Philadelphia? He'll be evaluated on Wednesday before they decide if he's going to get on the plane or not. Okay, so let's really quickly run through some of the games this past week in the NFL before we look ahead to what's coming down the pipe. Rams 26-17 winners over the Seahawks. Matthew Stafford was able to manage discomfort in his finger while Russell Wilson injures his finger. Seahawks again 2-3. The Packers, after losing on opening night, have not lost since. A 25-22 thriller in overtime getting past Cincinnati. Green Bay kicker Mason Crosby hits a 49-yarder after three straight misses 
Packers getting past the Bengals. Vikings hand Detroit their fifth straight loss as the Lions remain winless in 2021. Jameis Winston had four touchdowns. The Saints getting past Washington's football team. He connected with Marquez Calloway on a Hail Mary on the final play of the first half. The Titans send the Jaguars to 0-5 with a 37-19 victory. The Chargers score 47 points, and they needed almost all of them to get past the Browns, 47-42. Chargers improving to 4-1, and the Cowboys don't look now, but Dallas with their 44-20 win over the Giants, improving to 4-1 on the season in control of the NFC East. Buffalo Bills at 4-1 after a 38-20 victory over Kansas City. Kansas City under 500 for the first time in three years at 2-3. And the Monday Nighter needed overtime. The Ravens improving to 4-1, getting past the Colts 31-25. Ravens, by the way, scoring 22 unanswered points to beat the Colts in overtime. A couple of names on the hardwood that are making news today. Ben Simmons surprising everybody in Philadelphia. He is reporting to camp and has taken his COVID test and is looking to rejoin the team. I would simply say that money talks. I'm not sure who got to him, if it was Doc Rivers, who it was, but he is with the 76ers as we speak. Who is not with their team? Kyrie Irving. The Nets coming forward and saying that they cannot have him as a part of this team until he gets his COVID vaccination. Now, that is not necessarily a Brooklyn Nets decision. New York State has come forward saying that uh, he just can't play, and the Nets are going to have to abide by that. All right, so the NHL season getting ready to get underway and the Kraken of Seattle ready to start their historic run, their first season in the National Hockey League. And how about this? They're going to be without five players for the season opener in Vegas because of COVID-19 protocols. It is just the worst timing possible. Jared McCann, Jonas Donsky, Marcus Johansson, Jamie Olesiak, and Kale Yarncroft all in protocol since last week. Now, Seattle General Manager Ron Francis said at the start of training camp that the entire roster had been vaccinated. That is the bad news. The good news is that Mark Giordano was named the captain of this team in advance of their game against the Golden Knights. Only other game of the NHL tonight, the Penguins taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning down in Tampa. Jake Gensel not in the lineup for Pittsburgh, along with Sidney Crosby, Mike Matheson, and Zach Aston-Reese, the only scratch for Tampa Bay, Jamel Smith. Colorado Avalanche will not have one of their stars when they open up their season, thanks to COVID-19. Nathan McKinnon will miss this Wednesday season opener against the Blackhawks with what the Avalanche are calling a breakthrough case of COVID-19. And the Montreal Canadiens have agreed to an eight-year deal worth $63 million. It's an extension for Nick Suzuki, the AAV on that contract is $7.8 million, entering the final year of his entry-level contract. He was sent to become a restricted free agent next summer, but he is now locked in through the 2029-2030 season. Last year, 15 goals, 41 points in 56 games. In 127 career games, Suzuki has 28 goals and 82 points. All right, that's going to wrap up a real easy going sports bar radio for your Tuesday. Welcome back from the long weekend. We got a lot to get to. I will be back here tomorrow, and I hope you'll join me again as we talk a little more about the world of sports. To recap, Tom Brady's thumb's going to be okay. John Gruden is out as the head coach of the Raiders. The NHL regular season gets underway. We welcome the Kraken into the NHL. Kyrie is out with the Nets. It looks like Ben Simmons might be in with the 76ers. And the Astros on their way to take on the Boston Red Sox in the American League Championship Series. I'm Rob Fay. Let's do this again tomorrow. My thanks to everybody attached with Equity Guru. My thanks to Jay Swing, producer extraordinaire, brother from another month. 
mother, to Chris Perry, to Galen, and the irreplaceable Priscilla Choi. I am Rob Fay. Let's do this again just hours from now. You've been listening to Sports Bar Radio, presented to you by Equity Guru. Have yourself a great evening. Sports Bar Radio was brought to you by Equity Guru, investment information for the new generation. Visit us at equity.guru and let's make some money together. Please note, any mention of companies on this podcast is part of a promotional campaign, and the information you hear should be a part of extensive due diligence. As well, always get advice from an accredited financial advisor before you make any investment decision. Protect yourself.